This podcast is brought to you by Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers app from the App Store or Google Play Store. Must be 21. Available in Ohio only. Void where prohibited. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler. Sports gaming is provided in partnership with Dayton Real Estate Ventures, LLC, DBA, Hollywood Gaming at Dayton Raceway. Let's go to the bullpen with Adam the Bull on the Bet Rivers Network. We're talking with the great Terry Francona. I know everybody poo-poos baseball fights. They're like, hey, you go out there and everybody's just talking yeah. and shoving. But when you get out there, man, those guys are big. They they get after yeah. it. And when they get after it, man, look out. It makes you a little nervous. Robin Ventura still won't talk about Nolan Ryan to, to this day. <laughs> he wants nothing with that conversation. Listen to the bullpen with Adam the Bull on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's the Mike Francesa Podcast on the Bet Rivers Network. Good evening, everybody, and welcome to the Mike Francesa Podcast. Uh, we're on the Bet Rivers Network, as always, and for all your wagering needs, it's Bet Rivers in New York and New Jersey, Play Sugar House in Connecticut. So, whatever you need, just go to their uh, app uh, and you'll find everything you need for all your needs there and the program, of course always on the Bet Rivers Network and wherever you can find your podcast. All right, after ALCS game number two, we knew this series was going to be very, very tough. We knew it was going to be a very, very hard climb, and now we know that is going to be the case as the Yanks will take the off day to get home and we'll put Cole on the mound in game number three. Dusty hasn't decided whether he's going to throw McCullers in game number three or not. Um, we will find that out. Game number three will come your way Saturday at 5 o'clock. Uh, the Yanks will obviously have a big edge in game number three with Cole on the mound, but they have obviously an incredible amount of work to do against a very talented club. Uh, as they will have to win four of the last five games or they're not going to the World Series. Now they trail two games to zip. And let's be honest, okay? If Valdez, who was brilliant tonight, had not made that ridiculous double error, and we found one thing he can't do, he can't fill this position. But if he had not made the double error on Stanton, we'd be talking about the Yankees getting shut out tonight and striking out 13 times and getting a couple of couple of hits now, Judge did send the ball to the wall in the eighth inning. Smart tag up by Bader. I even like Bader batting leadoff in front of Judge. I think that's positive. I think we found a couple things in the Yankee lineup going forward for the rest of the series that are at least going to help them a little bit. Uh, Bader leading off is one. Um, Judge took it to the wall. Who cares if it's a home run in Yankee Stadium in right field? Everything's a home run in Yankee Stadium in right field. So we know that going in. And Houston's not long in right field, but hey, you know, it held the ballpark and uh, the whole way. And the Yankees fall to the Astros. Severino pitched well. He made one mistake. A fastball to Bregman. And let's be honest, the Astros aren't hitting. This whole postseason, they have been able to win all these games because they have pitched really well. And when they haven't pitched well like Verlander in the game one, they've rallied. But they haven't hit a lot. Altuve's in an 0 for 23. All right, he hit a rocket ship at Torres, who turned it into a brilliant double play. Yankee defense on the infield was superb tonight. Torres, Rizzo as always, and now the Yankees found a shortstop defensively. I don't know if Proz is going to hit a lot. 
but he is a classy, classy, confident, terrific defensive shortstop. He is he elevated the Yankee shortstop play a mile. Okay, no one else should be out there with the glove. I don't know if the kid's going to hit or not, but the bottom line is he is as good as it gets defensively at shortstop. He he could be special there. He's that good, and he he made some terrific plays tonight at, at shortstop. He's the shortstop. Okay, there's no question about that. Problem is the Yanks got a lot of guys that aren't hitting. So does Houston right now. I mean, Altuve's over 23 in this postseason. Diaz is an automatic out. The problem is Maldonado's hurting him. And they, you know, Houston finds a way to, you know, make get enough runs. They're good in the pen. I was surprised he went to Abreu tonight. And he went to Abreu, and Abreu looked hittable, and then he just blew Stanton away with a couple of pitches that came out of nowhere. I mean, and just blew him away after he almost gave up the home run to judge. The Yankees have struck out 30 times in two games. This is the first game they haven't homered in forever in the postseason. We know that. They don't score if they don't homer. Almost all their runs. Today they got two runs on errors. And, you know, two, basically both Rizzo and Torres did a nice job there because they had second and third. They were both 0-2 in the count, and they both put the bat on the ball. Rizzo with the ground at the first, got the run home, moved the runner over. Torres got the infield single, and they got the runs home. That was well done, okay, because Valdez was tough, and Valdez didn't give up any more hits after that. Oh, yeah, he gave up a single debater. But other than that, he gave up nothing. He struck out the side in the seventh. He p- pitched sensationally. He's been an ultra-consistent pitcher all year. Okay, Verlander and, and Valdez are a terrific one-two punch. Um, and now, game three, the Yankees are going to see the McCullough curveball if he goes. Uh, we don't know if he's going yet. If he does, you know you're going to see that steady diet of his curveballs, which have given the Yanks all kinds of trouble in the past. Uh, that's just the, the way it is. I know that he wants to force free Carpenter. Carpenter hasn't looked good. You know, he didn't play a whole lot after his incredible run with the Yankees uh, with the broken foot. Putting him in the lineup is questionable. Against a righty curveball pitcher, you probably will put him in the lineup. Uh, but the Yanks are going to need Judge to get hot. They're going to need the middle of the order to get hot. Rizzo's been good uh, if they're going to win a game. Now, like we said, you expect them to win the cold game. So you're going to hopefully be sitting here Sunday saying, can the Yankees even this up and make this now a real series at 2-2? That's probably what you're hoping for. If they lose the game three where there's nothing to talk about, you know, you can start to think about next season. The bottom line is, though, they are going to be heavily favored in the cold game. They're coming home. They got Cole. He's pitched well in the postseason. They got the advantage here. You figure they can get to 2-1, and we'll see what happens Sunday. Obviously, though, it's going to be very hard to beat this team. A couple of times, no less, beat them four out of five. They are very good. They have very good pitching. They have very dangerous hitters, and they haven't really hit. And let's be honest, Altuve, who has given the Yanks fits in the past, is 0 for 23. The worst start of a postseason in the history of baseball. Although I have to admit, to be fair, the last ball he hit was really ripped. But uh, Torres made a wild play on it, turned it into a double play. Um, early on, the home plate umpire was Awful. He got better, but he was awful early, really inconsistent, uh, you know, missing pitches. But he did get better as the game went on. He wasn't really a factor. I thought Severino was good. Um, I don't love Lou Isaac as a reliever. He seems to let too many guys get on base. Uh, Peralta's been very good. Um, and, you know, it's not that it wasn't the pitching tonight. It was, you know, the offense again tonight. I mean, they just didn't 
You know, they didn't get anything done. They didn't get anything done offensively. And other than, other than the, the fourth inning, when they get the judge single and then the double error by Valdez, the Yankees didn't put two guys on base in any inning. Very hard to win that way unless you can slug a whole bunch of solo home runs. They did not, and they struck out 13 times. That's 30 times in two games. You know, you can't. You got to put the ball in play. You got to get some base hits. They don't get any hits. Maybe the home cooking will be a, a, a difference maker, but the offense has got to get has got to get going if they're going to do anything in this series. I mean, there wasn't a whole lot of offense in this game tonight at all, as you know. I mean, uh, you know, there really wasn't. You know, there wasn't much, you know, there was, you know, the Astros got eight hits, the Yankees got four. Well, the Astros scored in one inning, and the Yankees scored in one inning on two errors. A three-run jack by Bregman, and that's the only thing that happened in the game. So, hey, everybody everywhere knew this was going to be a very tough series. The Yankees have weaknesses. Obviously. They're playing a team that is better than them. Quite obviously. That it was a heavy favorite, a two-to-one favorite to win the series. And deservedly so. And now they have a monumental task in front of them. That's all there is to it. But you got to take this thing. You take it one inning at a time. You take it one game at a time. Try to win game three. You got Cole on the mound. That's all you can ask for. It's the only day off in the series. Remember, it's the only time Cole's going to pitch on full rest in the series. So you, the idea of winning again, if Cole pitches great in game three, without him even being on full rest, is unbelievable. And unless you're going to, you know, sweep the Yankee games, unless you're going to, you know, the... Games in, you know, you're going to have to win at least one, maybe two, probably two games in Houston. But first thing you got to do is, in all realistic terms, you got to get this thing tied at 2-2 to even have a chance. And that's the bottom line. That's the bottom line. You got to beat their other pitches. Their bullpen is very deep. They can go to the bullpen early in these games. We know that. They have extremely deep pen. They've got a very confident pen. And they're tough in these tight games. Yankee Stadium's not going to bother them. Cole might bother them, but Yankee Stadium's not going to bother them. We know that going in. But, hey, now you take a deep breath, you take a day off, and you get ready for a game number three on Saturday, 5 o'clock, Cole on the hill. Like I said, Dusty hasn't named his starter yet. And now the Yankees, uh, who get shut down tonight with the long ball, really get shut down all night, score two runs on a very poor play by Valdez, who should have turned that Stanton ball into a double play. But at least you saw a couple of things as he shook the lineup up tonight, which I, I think he should have. 
I thought I told you after game one, I thought he'd go to Higgy. Higgy didn't help. He catches spot, struck out four times. You know, uh, Peraza didn't get a hit. Cabrera didn't get a hit. So the bottom of the lineup, uh, Donaldson got a walk, obviously, in the ninth, but he, oh, he had the double. So he got a hit. So with the last three batters in the lineup, seven, eight, nine didn't get any hits. That includes Carpenter. But they only had four hits on the night. You know, you got a, you got a single from Beta. You got a single from Judge and the long fly out in the eighth inning. You got a uh, infield single from Torres. And you got the double from Donaldson. That's it. Four hits. It's not going to cut it. 13 strikeouts. Not going to cut it. But I'm trying to find, I'm grasping to find some straws here, some positives I'll give you two from tonight's game. Well, I'll give you three from tonight's game. One, Severino Pitchwell. Two, I think you leave Bader alone in the top spot. He got on twice in front of Judge. He used his speed to get to second base. He got on twice. He accepted his role. Leave him there. You got to put some traffic in front of Judge. Leave him there. Number two, You've been trying to figure out what to do defensively at shortstop. You solve that with Peraza. Put him in a nine hole. Let him bat ninth. Hope he gets a hit. Or if you want to put him in the eight hole, so you're hoping the nine hole produces a little bit for judge, go ahead, put him in the eight hole, either one, eight or nine, and just let him play defense the rest of the series because you want to solidify that. You did now. With Donaldson, Peraza, Torres, Rizzo, you got a really good infield. Rizzo's as good as it gets at first base. Peraza was sensational tonight. Absolutely sensational at shortstop. So Severino was good. Beta batting leadoff. Peraza at shortstop. Drawing. Just looking for some silver linings in a second straight loss on a night where, again, the offense just, you know, didn't get the job done. The Yankees scored four runs in two games in Houston. It's not enough. I understand that Houston has beat them 4-2-3-2. and I understand that. But they're up two games to zip, and it's not about them. It's about the Yankees trying to find a way to get some hits, get the bat on the ball, not strike out so much 30 times in two games, and now put it in the hands of their ace, and once again, ask him to deliver you in the Saturday game. And at least get this to 2-1 where you can drive to the stadium or get ready on a Sunday uh, evening to ready on a Sunday evening. And if you're interested about your plans this weekend, the Yankees are playing at 7 o'clock on Sunday. Um, at least be in the series down two games to one, hoping to try to find a way to not the series and make it a best of three. Right now, that's the best you can hope for. You don't want to think in terms of four out of five because that's overwhelming. That's too much to even think about. They have to find some offense. Do they miss LeMayu? They do. Do they miss Benatendi? They do. Would those two have been big positives in their lineup? Yes, they would. Big positives. 
They needed those two guys. You know, the catches have hit at times, especially Trevino early. Higgy can show some power, but like so many others in the series, they've done nothing so far. And it's been like strikeout after strikeout after strikeout, especially with the bottom of the order. I mean, five and six were uh, struck out seven of eight times, I think, in game one. And, you know, today, if you look at seven and eight, they struck out six out of seven times up. So too many, too many swings and misses, too many strike threes. I thought the one thing the Yankees did tonight against Peraza was they let him through too many strikes. They let him get back in too many counts by just laying a fastball in there. And they didn't jump on that early fastball. And he laid in too many strike ones. He didn't walk a batter in the game. And not only that, in 100 pitches, he threw 72 strikes. That was a hell of a performance by him. Really a wonderful performance. Other than his lousy job fielding the ball, he would have thrown a shutout. So, game two, any better than game one? Now it is a big hill to climb, but you just get ready for game three with Cole and take it from there. It's all you can do. No one ever said this was going to be easy. After the celebration, which was mild, against Cleveland, you knew you were going into a buzzsaw. It has been every bit of buzzsaw for the first two games. So the Yankees fall 3-2 to two on another anemic night for their offense. Day off tomorrow, the only off day in this series. Think about where this goes from here. Saturday, game three. Sunday, game four. If they win one of those, Monday, game five. No day off back to Houston for game six. Wednesday, game seven. And if they ever pull a miracle and win that, one day off before they get ready for the World Series on Friday night. But right now, you'd sign for that any way you could. You're not even thinking about that. But there's no more days off in this series after tomorrow's travel day, which makes it even tougher on a beleaguered Yankee staff. It does not allow Cole to pitch on full rest again. And it does not help a bullpen that is beleaguered. Against a Houston team, which... Let's be honest, sooner or later, those bats are going to wake up. Sooner or later, Altuve is going to wake up. When a couple of those guys wake up in that lineup, forget it. For the most part, the Yankees done pretty well against Alvarez, too. So, he got a base hit there and then got picked off. It was, you know, and that could have been, that could have been a big play. You know, they could have had an inning going there. So that's where we are. We'll get ready uh, for a game three on Saturday. Football Friday tomorrow. The podcast will be up early in the day, so look for that. We'll have our Football Friday podcast up as we get ready for week number seven in the National Football League. Week number seven. Underway already with Arizona's wild game tonight. We'll talk about that uh, in the morning. So we'll see you with the football podcast tomorrow. We'll see you with uh, more baseball stuff over the weekend. Uh, Hopefully, give it a try to enjoy your evening and get some sleep as 
Thursday turns in as a Friday. We'll see you. Thanks for listening to the Mike Francesa podcast on the Bet Rivers Network. Hey, it's Mike Miss here. What a time to be a Philly sports fan. And you can share the excitement with me each week on the Mike Missinelli podcast on the Bet Rivers Network. Listen and subscribe to the Mike Missinelli podcast today, wherever you get your podcasts. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in-depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider.